Process Podcast episode 297 minus. Yeah, 297. Um, a lot to the point that it's actually episode 279. 279, sorry. Yeah, no. That's... Yeah, it's 279. Sorry, yeah, no. Yeah. Got a little head. It's episode, it's, it's episode 279. Right. Not 297. No. That's in a couple weeks. It's a few weeks. A fair bit of time between now and then. It would be, what did I say, 97? Yeah. 7, 10, 18 episodes. Three and a half weeks, give or take. Which right. isn't really that long. That's October. No. That's almost end of October. Yeah. It's almost spooky season. Spooky season. Can't wait. Can't wait. Um, A lot of medical issues today. I've got my own medical issue, actually. I've got an inflamed Uh-oh. middle finger. Oh, dude, that's the worst. Like, right, I've got some kind of an infection oh, I hate that. that I think I got when I had a little cut on the side of my finger from the kitten that we had. The kitten scratched it. Right. And that was like a week ago. And it was just like a scab for the longest time. And then I went out on a run a couple of days ago and I had tripped. And I, so I put my hands out to stop myself and it had rained the day before. So it was very muddy. And so naturally my hands went smack dab in the mud. So I didn't eat it and break my teeth. Right. Um, and I didn't think anything of it. And I came home and I just like washed my hands, wiped the stuff on my shirt and everything. But now the whole side of my finger is like, can't really see it. But you can kind of see that it's red. And then there's like this huge boil of pus all along the side of it and it's very painful you just gotta pop and it, it happens that's what to, i do that's what i'm gonna do after this i'm gonna go soak it in hot water and i'm gonna take a pin and i'm just gonna stab it through my finger mm-hmm. that's what i've had that before because i always bite my nails so much and then so i guess sometimes mm. if it's bad and then whatever and then uh i've had that a few times and it just like hurts so much because whenever you grab something it's that's one thing when you hurt someone to do with your hands is yeah. then you realize how much you use your hands for everything. All and then, the time. especially if it's a middle finger, it's right in the, right in the middle of your hand. That's why it's called middle. Yeah, um, it is. Con- so con- you're always kind of using it. Yeah. Whenever you grab something or pick something, right? So you're, and then, the especially if it's on the side, you always like hit it off something and you're like, oh, fuck. So you just yell. It gets to the point where you're like, do you know what? I'm going to suck up the pain, this, warm water pin, and get rid of it and then instantly it'll like come it'll go down it won't be as swollen and then like as long as like you clean it out afterwards it's then it's like gone after a day i feel like it just disappears good because i woke up this morning and i could feel it pulsing yeah like i had been stung by a bee or something like that that like like throbbing it's funny actually it's a great segue to my medical conditions i've had that on my big toe once oh Oh, the same thing. Ooh. And it, I, I went for like a day of it being painful. I was like, I can't do this anymore. So I just. <laughs> nice. Just stabbed it. Yeah. Sucked it out with a hypodermic needle. Just. No, I just think I was in the shower or something. I just fucking. Oh went God. at it or something. Just take a knife to it. Yeah. Like a huge knife. Yeah. Like one of those things that they use to cleave limbs off of animals. Like a cleaver. Yeah, like a meat like cleaver. A, like a butcher's, the big fat rectangular ones. Yeah. For like cutting cool. meat. Yeah. Right. Yeah, basically Something like interesting. Or just the that. edge. Fair just the enough. tip of it. Just the... <laughs> Zach only uses just the tip. Yeah. But yeah, you know, that's a great segue into my medical condition, which is my... There's a chance broken toe, but probably not broken toe. We'll say broken for now until we're proven otherwise. See, again, I'm not a doctor, but I don't think it's broken. (laughs) I'm not a doctor. (laughs) But I don't think it's broken. I like how people feel the need to preface that because like most people know that someone else isn't a doctor. Yeah, but I don't want to be one of those people that's so confident. I'm like, oh, I know everything because I could be wrong. 
but I'm like that's true. 90% so can doctors 85% chance it's not broken how did how did you potentially break your toe so on Sunday Sunday morning my uncle came over and me my uncle and my dad were moving my dad's old project car out of because they had him on these like metal ramps in the garage mm. and we pulled it off of the ramps and then we we're putting the ramps away in the garage and then pushing it back in free up some space and clean up getting ready to move the portion and okay, um right, right. yeah we're moving the ramps and we we're flipping one over so we could stack the other one on top of it and me and my uncle are, like picking up the one end but it's like a super long you know like 16 foot ramp or whatever and Ooh. uh it kind of just like we picked up one end and it was like you know dusty and oily and stuff and the other end if you can imagine the leverage, you're picking up a long, heavy thing and two people pick yeah. it up from the same end and you're like tipping it over. And then the other end like has the weight and the momentum and it like kind yeah. of just flipped itself over really quick and landed right on my fucking left foot, right on my big toe. Ooh. And all I had on was Vans because, yeah. Because that's all you own. <laughs> I have steel toes, Bob. I wasn't wearing them because I just didn't think that could happen. I didn't no, think no about it. No lunatic wears steel toes in their own home no exactly that's why i was like no i'm not doing it so um yeah kind of hurt yikes yeah see i thought you were gonna say you broke it like toe wrestling with someone no, no. nothing exciting just i accidentally dropped a huge metal ramp on my foot i think that's pretty exciting possibly it didn't like feel big metal exciting. things are big metal things are cool I was like, well yeah what did the pain feel like after what did you do in well the next, right like, away it's after obviously my dad and my uncle are like oh you're right and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Fine, I'm, I'm great. Fine. At the end of the moment, it just felt like when you stub a toe really bad. Yeah, it just like felt like death. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically like death. But it didn't, the worst thing on the planet. That's what it felt like. And then after a while, it kind of just went away. I'm like, ah. Oh. And then we're still outside working, cleaning up the garage a bit. And then probably an hour went by. I go inside, come downstairs. Um, I'm just like in bed, like watch some Netflix or something. And then kind of napped and then woke up and my, my foot was like, ah, oh no, we hurt. And then, yeah, I went to go like step on it because <laughs> I kind hurting. of forgot. And I was like, yeah, this is definitely hurting a lot more. And I felt more throbbing oh, pain. And then I quickly like Googled and I self-diagnosed myself like you shouldn't. And I was like, how do you know if you broke your toe? And it's like all these symptoms. It's like bruising on top, like bruising, whatever. And I'm like, the top of my like, toe is like starting to bruise and get red. I'm like, oh, fuck. And then it was like oh, no. throbbing pain. I'm like, oh, God. And then it's like all this stuff. I'm like, oh, I broke my toe. I really hope so- I didn't. And then sore I, legs. Yeah, I like hobbled upstairs. Um, oh, no. And I was like, uh-oh. It's not good. And then uh, no problemo. I grabbed uh, some ice packs. And I just started icing it for the rest of the day. And That's now it feels idea. not so bad, actually. Do you have like a bag that you can heat up? Like, uh, uh, yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah. Like, like a, a rice like bag, a whatever it is. Bag. Yeah, yeah, rice bag type thing. I would do that as well. Like alternate yeah, between hot and cold. Hot and cold? Yeah. I'll do that. Because it's like going into a sauna, right? Yeah, the it loosens it up a expands. bit. And, right. Yeah, heat expands everything. Makes your blood vessels nice and wide. Makes all your muscles Ooh. relax. And then the cold contracts everything. Also, a heat heat will bring more blood to the area. Right, which right. you want. You want that blood which you flow. Want, blood is good. If it's, especially if it's healing. Right. Like when I killed my knee last year, I just, when I would go to bed, I would just leave a magic bag on it, heat a magic bag up, and then four or five months later, it was okay. Yeah. I think it was four or five months. About three three to four months. It was a long time. I would say. Yeah. Because I got an ice pack on again right now. So, yeah, after this, Ooh. I'll... Uh, Here's the question. How do you fasten the ice pack to your foot? Right now? So there's just two I've been alternating with. So when it gets not cold, I put it back in the freezer and I grab the other one. And this one's just kind of this small, like, red. It's got, like, little jelly, like, balls in it or something. Oh, kind of Um, like uh, what you get in bubble tea stuff, right? Kind of, but just small. Yeah, Um, and transparent. It's not really cold now, actually, I think about it. But uh, right now, I just have it resting on my fucking toe. Oh, okay interesting and then um so i kind of did that i kind of did it yesterday and then the other one's like a bigger ice pack so i just kind of like wrapped it around my toe oh but um best it's like a little cocoon that was like a, i just wrapped it or like just placed it on top because it was really tender 
but mm. now like i can like poke it a little bit i don't know if you do that when you hurt <laughs> you yourself and you're like you just poke it and you're like ow but like yeah. it's fun poking it i just wanted to make sure if i can feel a bone sticking out where it shouldn't be or something but yeah um, that'd be kind of cool yeah so i'm sure now I'll probably maybe i'll look into wrapping it or like putting more pressure on it yeah with the ice bag or the or the warm bag or something but because i like trying to kick bowling balls that would be a good way to test whether or not it's right if it's good again oh it looks good (laughs) it seems okay at least it's the left foot so like if i oh good drive or something it's the left toe so it's it's the left foot which is less Mm. important yeah i would say so if you had to lose a limb what limb would you lose uh and it has to be the full one you can't say like below the knee of my leg or like from my elbow to lose an entire leg is insane though yeah damn okay we'll say like there's enough of a stub that you can get a decent prosthetic i'm saying if it's if it's if 75 percent of the limb that that way we're above the knee just above the knee is usually yeah like, enough okay. enough flesh for a nub. I'd probably take left foot left leg. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I would. I would do the same. I think, especially with how um, prosthetic technology is going. The only thing I'd re- I don't really play basketball because I use left leg a lot for basketball, but um, but I don't really play basketball much anymore. The only thing I can that's see true. it using it for would be driving the Porsche because that's the clutch leg. Oh, that's also true. Um, but I feel like you could get used to that with prosthetic. It'd be a little difficult because you'd have to learn the the feel, like how like how slowly you let out the clutch or something. But I think you would get used to it. Yeah, probably. But I feel See, I've like I've never had a prosthetic, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, either I feel though like it'd be a lot easier to have a prosthetic leg than a hand or an arm. I would think because so. like you think about the mechanics of a leg are a lot more simple than a. Like the hand is the big thing, right? Because even yeah. now with technology, like they're getting pretty good, but it's still very limited into how like free your hand, a prosthetic hand can be and how it can grab mm-hmm. and learning the touch and how hard and to grab and like all the movements, it's very complex. Whereas like a yeah. foot, yeah, if you can't wiggle it side to side at weird angles, yeah, you probably won't be not for a long time, but like, you know, People used to go around on a fucking peg leg and it was still good enough to function. Yeah. So it's like, it can be, but if you had just a peg arm, like the guy from Family Guy, it'd be very difficult (laughs) to do anything, you know? Yeah. There's only so much you can do. You'd be really good at like clotheslining people if they're running past you. Yeah. Go to a race or something, you just stick your arm out. Where it'd be like the typical, like, you know, pirate thing where it's like you have different, like, you have the hook or you. Or whatever the yeah, different have a hook, have a little sword attachment. Yeah, have a uh, a triangle, a triangle, and then you can have you hold the 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 ding ding stick in the other one, and you just play a triangle, right. or a cowbell. Here's it. Here, this is what we gotta do. Is that joining Pirate. a metal band? That'd be pretty yeah. metal if you had a cowbell attachment right? on your left on your amputated arm. Right. Like what's the what's metal. the what's the drummer's name in the Foo Fighters? Someone, someone, something or other. I honestly don't know. It's whatever the guy's I name don't know. is. I feel like his last name is Watson for some reason. You're looking it up right now, or I'll look it up. Um, up. I'll just. Uh, are you, Are you going to the fact that he's like one arm or something? No, no, no. That's the deaf left. I was gonna say that's deaf left, right? Uh, you lose that in a car crash. Yeah, car crash, right? Yeah. It was passed by a red Corvette and apparently spun out. He was passed by Red Corvette, and he tried to race it, it probably. Pat- yeah, going around a corner, and then lost car control. Was he in, do we know? I don't. I don't remember. I remember knowing, uh, but I don't remember hmm. what the car was. Um, I met him actually. It was really nice. Really, I did. Yeah. Do you have a full prosthetic? Mm-hmm. No, I never used a prosthetic. It's just a stub. It just. It's just a lack of arm. Oh, respect. Big, big balls on Pretty that cool. guy. Um, Foo Fighters drummers, uh, Taylor Hawkins. That's who so it is. not close to Watson. Not Watson. All, not yeah. close to Watson at all. Right. But imagine he loses an arm. Right. Okay. Shark attack. He seems like the type of guy that would be attacked by a shark. Very specific drummer to choose for this analysis. This, this theoretical. Yeah. 
Bad news, yes. Most of the other good ones are dead. And Rick Allen already has lost an arm, so we can't have him lose like another one. Right. Because that's just not fair. Right. Um, so Taylor Hawkins loses an arm, right? And then Dave Grohl's like, man, we're going to get you a, a Foo Fighters branded prosthetic thing, whatever. But, but you're not going to have a hand. You're going to have a cowbell. Mm. And instead of hitting the cowbell with a with a, with a drumstick, he's got a, a drumstick sticking out from his drum kit that he hits his hand on. So it's like reverse. Right. And that's, that's, uh, that's how he becomes super rad. I feel like you're maybe missing the opportunity of if he's a drummer, you'd have like some sort of drumstick attachment. Probably. Kind of difficult but then you wouldn't have a cowbell attachment. And I feel like what's more metal, a cowbell attachment or a drumstick attachment? Because you could use your left both. leg. You could do both. Or you could use, get like electronic drum pedals mm. so that whatever your left arm would do, your left leg can do in combination with a snare and everything like that and a hi-hat and whatnot right. or a kick drum. And then you got your right foot to do that. And it's like... It'd be kind of metal as if you had this yeah. like... Uh, like vest that you'd wear and on the back that like takes some of the weight right or or distributes the weight equally on your body so it's not uncomfortable and on the back has this arm that's attached to it that goes up above your head yeah. on this like arm scorpion. that comes out of your yeah you could call it the scorpion that's the brand name <gasps> that's the product name that comes out over your one of your shoulders and you could you can position it you can adjust it so it's either shoulder comes down mm -hmm. on an angle and that's what holds the cowbell so you're oh. jamming away and then you can just push it's always just there that would be a hilarious that reminds me of bruce talking about the guy that he did his th uh, his thesis alongside where the whole point of the car was it, when it accelerated it sounded like a whoopee cushion yeah like it's so well designed and it's well engineered but it's kind of a silly the idea purpose of it is just so silly that would be imagine that as a project in your portfolio you're right you've got a, a prosthetic for drummers with one arm no arms whatever the deal is and you've got this monster prosthetic it's well designed it's ergonomic and stuff yeah but all it does is hold a cowbell yeah i mean i was thinking of maybe not even just a prosthetic like it's just for any drummer oh for oh right okay just so it's like okay. a vest thing it just it has an so it's an extra arm to just hang it like another symbol or something it's always just there to smack i don't know i don't know if you need it but like it's, it's always there to smack <laughs> yeah i don't know if you need it but like i just had the image in my head and it, it would look it would be something metal to do where it's just crazy yeah you know i like that I feel i'm like gonna draw that yeah i feel like that's that something like i could see like tommy lee doing in like the 80s yeah you know he yeah. did like obviously the spinning drum kit yeah and the drum kit on the roller coaster i could see him doing something where it was like like a one-man band thing where he was holding all the drums yeah yeah. or like all the yep. symbols where it came off of like arms off of this backpack thing like doc hawk that would be super cool and it'd have all the symbols just around you so you're just you or like every time you're like moving drum. you're like moving the symbols <laughs> like, you're just bouncing up and down yeah oh God, i got hiccups that would be really cool i don't know it's, it, it's one of those things it's like like you said it was totally useless item but it's really nicely designed yeah it's well put together it's like man this guy put thought into this thing like legitimate yeah. thought and you could probably get away with that as a thesis project as well i would think if you do enough development around it because it would it's an extension of the human body as well so you'd be able to satisfy some way you'd be able to satisfy those three touch points. Mm. Um, but I think that would be really, really cool. How may we make how may we metal make more live shows? More cowbell. <laughs> how may we make more cowbell? Yes. Yes. That's, I'm just picking the, the concept art. Name. Like the like the the in situ picture of like an on stage of like one of the big bands like Metallica or something and there's just you've like photoshopped in fucking Lars with this giant arm symbol cowbell thing 
Oh my oh, god, that'd be really the funny. model for that would be really cool too. And you know, what I picture too is like these arms would be like you know painted or just powder coated, or even just like raw aluminum, and it would get like mm. dinged and broken a little bit, and it'd be covered in stickers like all the band, you know, like band boxes stickers, and stuff. Yeah, and all like the guitar cases, all the cases are like covered in stickers and like dirty. Ooh. It's got beer spills on it. And it still works because it's so well designed. Yeah. Something like that. I'm going to do a doodle cool. of that tomorrow in the sketchbook just to flesh the idea out. I feel like it's Because that would be hilarious. Yeah, I feel like something I could see like a... Almost like um, a... Kind of like one of those robots. unnecessary inventions. Or one of those like... like a, Or like a mm, cyberpunk true. where it's like in the future. But like how would live shows in the future look a bit different? And it's just like it's just evolutions of like the instruments that we know, but just taken to the extreme that maybe, maybe not even need to be, but it's just, it's like the punk thing to do. Just like, why not like make a keyboard guitar, right? Like why the fuck not? But something that's just like an evolution of like, like, like I can imagine like who was it? I feel like I've seen an image when I used to do drumming a long time ago of like someone where it was like a drum kit that was full 360. Oh, um, uh, she's from Toronto, uh, St. Catharines. Neil Pert. Was it Neil Pert? Did from that? Rush, yeah. Something like that where he'd rest take the stream. God, rest in well, peace. it's like, yeah, rest in peace. One of the greatest to ever do it. Um, it's like, well, how may we help Neil Pert have more things to fucking hit? <laughs> have more and now there's, you, now he's also, besides all this 360 drum set, he's also wearing this rig, this harness rig. <sighs> That's got like four arms that hold even more symbols. Ooh. That he's just like just so it's it's just crazy because I'm picturing you know metal they're just fucking just arms are swinging going everywhere so you're like I was the downstroke of hitting the one crash and on the upstroke mm-hmm. you're hitting the crash that's hanging from this arm Ooh. on your back so you're just <gasps> like up and down. I'm I'm picturing you're this. You imagine you're a genius. You imagine fucking Tommy Lee like going. Like left and right hand on the two top on the two fucking crashes on the mm-hmm. downstroke and then going up onto the two crashes hanging from this fucking backpack rig. So you're just going like <laughs> backpack rig. You're just going like down up on the symbols like that'd be pretty badass. That's true rock and roll at that point. It would look drum extra. solos drum solos would get so insane. We should have been like rock stars. I know. I wasn't going to say rock stars. You could be a rock star. I was saying we should have been like the idea people that were just batshit mm. crazy that like Motley Crue would come to and be like, like our whole job would be on the Motley Crue tours would be how do we create the most batshit insane experience? Yeah. You Ooh, know, I like that. That's a job though. Like, yeah, to think about. Someone out there, not not just one person, but a group of people, like designs the stage experience for the band, but then also like what the audience sees. Well, that's like um, um, the the uh, abstract. D D D Evan D D Elvin D Levin, her McLovin. Not McLovin, no. Um, the woman, the English woman. Um, oh, the stage Steve. design. The stage design. Did a lot of work stage for design lady. Um, Kanye and Beyonce. Oh, right. That's yeah. kind of that what you just described, right? Is the experience not only of the band, but of what the 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 audience members see, right? Fancy. Mm-hmm. That's why you could see when Tommy Lee did that freaking drums that spins upside down and yeah that would scare me the roller coaster and stuff it's like that's how like how fucking epic do you make it it's wild i remember the first time only time i saw kiss live and gene simmons and paul stanley end up like on top of these elevated platforms that are like come out of the stage yeah. And they're probably like 15, 20 feet above everybody else. And they're like dancing around and there's like seven inch platform heels and whatnot. I'm like, yep. okay, first off, that's ridiculous. And I'm like, and I'm thinking to myself, 
it's probably the craziest it's going to get. And then midway through the show, Paul Stanley like careens out into the audience on some zip line yeah. thing and stands on a platform yep. in the middle of the audience, like 10 feet from where I'm sitting. I can like see the sweat on the tip of his nose and like see his ear hairs and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, that's insane. I he remember just, like, flew across people. I remember seeing that too. And at one point I had him like blowing. picking up and he was like spinning. And he's yeah. shredding and then And he's playing. Yeah, there was a lady that was like with her whole family, her husband, and she was like just letting out super loud enough to let everyone know around her, like her love for Kiss and Paul Stanley. And she's like, I've seen him. I've followed him on tour. I've seen him dozens of times. Oh my god, I love him. She's like freaking out. I'm like, Jesus, like keep it in your pants. We get it. <laughs> her yeah, husband's remember... there just sad. Yeah. He I remember though, um, it was a uh, they were doing War Machine. Oh yeah, good um, song. banger. And and it's like this like really slow like, kind of same type of vibe as like for home the bell tolls where it's or or sorry um one where you got like the yeah. military sound the war kind of ambiance. Um, <laughs> good word ambiance. War ambiance is a very weird um oxymoron. Um. And he's just on one of these platforms. Gene Simmons is on a platform. He just goes like, I swear to God, like 80 feet in the air. <laughs> on platform mm. shoes, on the fucking thing. And oh he's just gosh. there with his, you know, fucking axe base. And just, yep. he's just singing. And as the song goes on, there's just more blood coming out of his mouth. Somehow, yeah. And it's just pouring all over. And then it finally comes back down. And he's just covered in blood. And then he's like, hip thrusting in the air and there's like girls just going crazy he's got a giant ass tongue waving out i'm like holy shit this guy's 70 <laughs> i think when we saw when yeah. me and my brother saw him it was his week it was his birthday the week before and he turned like 71 or something 70 or 71 oh I'm like jesus christ man because you saw him when i was in australia right in 2019 it was right at the end of the summer it was august uh sometime in august i think it was like the oh, week yeah. or two before school so it was like this the, the yeah. last or second last week of august it was. I think I remember being in the airport and you were at the show, mm. I'm pretty sure. I think I was either at the airport or waiting or on my way to the airport. Right. Because naturally I had data everywhere because it was like 50 bucks a month. Right. 50 gigabytes. Jesus. It was fantastic. Um, not to brag. It was pretty great. But I do remember that. And I saw them back in 2014. Clearly not much has changed. But um, yeah, no freaking wild. They're classic, you know, 17th farewell tour. But yeah, it was like, that was the 17th that makes time me you said think, you were going to retire. Like all joking aside, like using a how may we to like, how do you increase with like rap, um, electronic music and the bridge between those and like how do you continue to evolve the live show experience right because uh, it's still very hmm. like like what's changed other than like we've had we have screens like giant lcd screens now yeah. that we plaster all over the place other than that like nothing's really changed that much you know what i mean unless you can vaporize acid and put it into the smoke machines and then everybody gets baked I was gonna say it's kind of almost the plot of like Batman Begins, but more friendly. Yeah, it's true. Put drugs in the in the water supply and then just vaporize it. Um, yeah. Because I was like, it'd be kind of cool, a very different. I guess it's more ex experiential design. Um, I was like doing something like a a ZHU theme project of like design, like because he likes to do different things, like designing a show for him. Yeah. In this, what does that look like? In this stage designer kind of point of view of like how how do you do it differently? Mm. You know, like yeah, he's done like, you know, the one in the middle of the desert, which is really cool. Everyone's wearing headphones. You know, yeah, it's kind of like a silent creepy. rave in the middle of the night in like middle of a desert, and then there's one where he's on the train. And he did the circle one where it's on top of a ski uh resort, right? On top of the ski slope. Yeah. Whatever the joshua tree one was that the one with that the, was the uh, one in the headphones? middle of the desert yeah i believe that's the one yeah i think so because that'd be yeah, quiet. That'd be, 
That'd be really interesting because it goes so much beyond like a design language type of thing. It's using that to influence many different things because you can't have it be the same for like an hour and yeah. a half or two hours either. Because like that's the thing too is like again like we were just talking about with Motley Crue like known for doing really wild shit with especially with the drummer. Like I, I was rewatching um Steve O podcast where he had Tommy Lee on a while ago and oh yeah they were talking about that of like how before that like the the drum solo was like the time where everyone went to the bathroom or go get beer or food because they didn't care yeah. just boring and then and Tommy Lee was like we wanted to like change that you know we want to make the drum solo like one of the highlight experiences as 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 hyped as the guitar solo right yeah. and he was like well this is that's how they did it right they made it more of a show more exciting oh he's mm. playing the drums upside down while fucking snoring coke you want to see that or like on a roller coaster going around the state like you know just crazy shit like that like how do you do that in a modern setting is there there's got to be something to do it differently other than just being on a stage right especially yeah. like I, I feel like it's that's why i really like circle youtube channel and the stuff they do because instead of just doing like i think obviously the peak vdm which was like the whole festival music thing which giant like tomorrowland and and ultra and all this these massive stages with massive lcd screens and then there's just a little dj in the middle you know yeah, smoke. there's all the smoke and strobe lights and everything and that's and cool fire. just because of the size just the, how big the crowd is how big yeah. the stage is how big the screens is it's just that's cool must be a cool experience but like that kind of gets a bit old and i feel like a lot of people have kind of gotten over the whole edm thing um yeah how long can you bounce up and down in the same spot even if you're doing molly how long can you do it before you get bored <laughs> well of it? exactly and then and then you've got like the whole like more club and like deep house and house music and acid music all that stuff acid house whatever and you've got like there's one more of a club setting where everyone's sweaty and got fucking you know glow in the dark shit and they're just like on another the other types of drugs and just you know zoning out and just fucking moving yeah I'm like, but it's like oh how do you do an experience different from that where it's not just in a club or it's not just in a festival stage and then circles like let's have like these artists play on like in really cool obscure locations that mm -hmm. every different location gives a different vibe right so there's ones where they're playing in like uh not the coliseum but like a col like a coliseum not the coliseum but a coliseum around the world or like in an old like uh french or english like mansion like manor type thing or in like some old ruins or there's one by the pyramids one on top of ski hills one in the crater mm. of a volcano one in you know oh, on a train or on a boat or on a hot on a hot air balloon and like like everywhere right like just in crazy on top of a tower somewhere on a glass observation deck on a beach on a whatever mm -hmm. right and i'm like how do you then like take that further and like make it like really fucking yeah. wild no is there an interactive part to it is there like i don't know you know what i mean mm. that's an interesting thought like what if like everyone's got like it's like a silent rave but everyone's got like vr and mm, like yeah even the dj's got vr and you're you're in a you're in a real like club with a real dj physically but then you've all got vr on and you're all in a virtual space that's totally different mm. like i mean i don't know if that ruins things or just creates even more wild shit because then like where deadmos has the giant cube and where he designs the motion graphics that go on the cube on the screens mm. he can now he's not just planning like the, the the set of like the songs he's playing the mix and the order and how that's how that creates an experience for the audience you know for for audio sense but like now he gets to choose the visual like plan out the visuals yeah. of a show and how that and it's like accompanies said music right, right? and then it's like how, how how that adds to the experience and then how it can control a vibe and whatever just like songs can but it's like imagine taking it a step further now is VR, where now you can play around with the the, the virtual three D space that the audience is mm. also in. 
So now you, mm. you can play with the the audio experience, the visual experience, the the spatial experience. I don't know. But there's gotta be something cool. I don't know. I don't know why that just came to me, but I was I like, I think I think a lot of it would be like trying to satisfy as many of the five senses as possible, right? Yeah. So you've got sound, that's that's taken care of. You've got sight, visuals, that's taken care of and can be evolved. Sound, you got touch. You're getting a massage while you're doing it. Someone's getting a rubbing massage, your feet, and then someone's also yes. feeding your strawberries. So that's what I like to imagine 100%. myself when I'm listening to like Tropical House in the morning on the way to the beach. <laughs> you're on the beach and someone's rubbing your feet while there's another person feeding you fruit. Yeah, and I'm like I'm fully I'm fully nude, and they're both female, just to completely satisfy everything. Okay, yeah, you know, and it's a nice hot day, and I've got the paddleboard next to me, <laughs> and I can hear the water, and then I've just got some light tropical house in the background, just soothing me. Mm, tropical um, house, and with your actual tropical house in the background. Yes, exactly. Meta. It's actually a floating boathouse. That would be but really gets cool attached until your tropical island gets greeted with a tropical storm and then your floating tropical house becomes a house that's in many different pieces stuck in the tropical trees on your tropical island <laughs> and your your fresh fruit filled body which has soft feet which has soft feet uh, is now also <laughs> impaled on your tropical trees which is on your tropical island. All because like of your, you said all because a piece of your tropical bamboo from your tropical floating beach house was lightly tossed by the tropical storm through your heart. Touché. Rest in peace, right? me. I guess too much tropical stuff going on there. I guess. I like how you said your fresh fruit-filled body <laughs> with <laughs> soft feet. <laughs> Like I don't know where that's that's probably the best. It's I'm gonna change way, right? my bio on the work website to fresh fruit filled belly and soft feet. There you go. I'm like oh, your that's right what there. this guy. That's what this guy's into. Strawberries in the belly button, and then just yikes. You know. Yeah, maybe not. Um, Weird. Yeah, like appealing to as many of the senses as possible. Like. What about smell? And what about touch? Like touch just beyond having your feet on the ground? Like what does your body feel even beyond like vibrations yeah. created by the music? Like is it a cool breeze? Is it shivers? Man, what is if it, it's uh, like a like a full no. suit that you wear? That <gasps> like... Rave suit. A rave suit, yes. Which pulsates like throughout your body. But in but mm. it's it's designed like um to complement the music. So everything's in mm. rhythm with the music and the visuals are in rhythm. So it's like it's almost like when you go to an actual show and you feel the, like the bass in your heart in your yeah. chest. Like that, but it's all over your body. That in tune with the music. Cool. Mm. I don't know. I like I want to become a this. stage designer. An experiential yeah. live show designer. That's a thing. That sounds rad. I feel like if you I feel like if you dig into it enough, you could probably find out who the set designer or the stage designer or the production the production designer sometimes is what their job title is. Is for like a ZHU concert or something like that. Yeah, it's probably him. I feel like probably. he has a very small team. Yeah. And they're all like his cousins or something. Please, please, let me give me a job, please. I want to design you a poster. That would be pretty cool. That'd be really cool. It would be really cool. Actually, we like we work with a graphic design printing type company to get stuff made for work. And I was like going through a proof that they had sent over today for something that we're putting together. And yeah. I think like we had given like a basic rough document and then they had taken it and they had like done a whole bunch of like different stuff and hello mom oh, is that your mom there mm -hmm. and she come on and say hello so we can hear the accent no. and see that i'm actually right and that she sounds like that it's 
Not even close. And that almost went Australian at the end. Yeah, it did, mate. Um, fair, right? But um, don't even know what that was. That was uh, that's how you would say. Yeah, no, it's all good. Right. You're 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 correct. Well, I, I know that. I just the accent was. Anyways, that's not the point. Fair dinkum. Have you ever been to the Dunny lately, mate? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Tomorrow I want to talk about wallfish because that's exciting. Right. Should um, I quickly touch on the mouse pad? I don't want yes. to cut off your oh, idea. Yeah, you want to finish your to... idea? I don't remember the idea. Oh. It's gone. Sorry. Yeah, quickly. Um, yeah, well, I, I told you, like, so I ordered on, on uh, Thursday, I think. Yeah. I was like, I finally found a great giant mouse pad. And I found, did I talk about this on the podcast? Uh, yes. <laughs> or you mentioned it that, like, there was a discrepancy between the size. Right. And what you think you're gonna get versus what you <laughs> right advertised and yeah, because I wasn't good sure deal. on the advertised size. So I was like, this can't be real because it's huge, like really huge. And then the the reviews were like, oh no, the sizes are wrong. These are the actual sizes. And and I saw a review on the one I ordered, and it was like, yeah, no, it's actually this size. And I was like, okay, that it was like four foot by two foot. I was like, that's gonna be, I'll have my laptop my mouse like that's a big gamer i love it it's great and then in, in my mind i was like and the off chance that the reviews are all wrong and it's actually the real size it says i'm just gonna mm-hmm. have a, it'll be it'll be hilarious because it's super cheap it's like the cheapest one out of all of them somehow but it's like one of the biggest i'm like okay weird it comes saturday and i was like oh the box is actually quite large compared to like Oh, what you buy now? Because my dad thinks I'm buying car parts or something crazy. I'm like, it's a giant something mouse pad. And they thought I was being sarcastic. And they're <laughs> like, no, really. I'm like, it's actually a giant mouse pad. Um, and I open it up and I roll it out. And I'm like, it just keeps rolling. It just keeps <laughs> going. And I'm like, oh God, it actually is the real size. Which is like almost the footprint of my fucking bed. It's like, oh my gosh! It's literally it actually came and it was the real size it said. So all the reviews were not accurate. And no it one actually, knows anything. It actually is the size. It was, it's seventy-two inches by thirty-six inches. So it's six foot by three foot. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, a little big. I have it on my ridiculous. desk now. A little. It's big. hanging over the back edge. It's hanging on both sides, and it covers my entire desk surface that's um, a tablecloth yeah well apparently it was meant for like people playing board games on like you know large scale so it's for a table which makes sense you are going to use it as a mouse pad though but i'm going to use this mouse pad and the be- and it's maybe one of the best things i've ever bought it's mm. again it was like with shipping it was like 40 bucks it's a neoprene top layer it's got a rubber backing to it, so it's non-slip, and it's got some weight to it. Keeps it flat and everything. And then it's memory foam inside. Ooh. All the edges are all stitched together, like, quite nicely. I'm like, man, it's actually pretty good quality for the price and whatever. I'm like, fucking deal. So Big deal. And, and it's perhaps the most satisfying thing I own because I can just move my mouse anywhere on my desk and it will always be on mouse pad that's beautiful because my desk essentially now is just a mouse pad it's a hundred percent mouse pad it's a hundred it's actually over a hundred percent because it's bigger than the desk so it's hanging <laughs> over so it's actually over a hundred percent off the desk surface is oh mouse pad gosh. um and it's awesome i absolutely freaking love it would you be able to like if you put paper down would you be able to sketch on it I haven't tried, but I don't see why not. Huh. I mean, I feel like if you had, like, if you were just sketching on one page, yeah, probably one not. one page, maybe not, but... Um, so it wouldn't be st- sturdy. But if you had, like, a stack, which usually I feel like with 11 by 17, I'm usually sketching with a stack. I don't usually sketch on one. Yeah. I like the feeling of having a stack under it. Mm-hmm. Make it more rigid. And I, more never like... ske- I never sketch on one. Exactly. So... Um, it's just the worst. The fucking spider on my desk now. Spider. It's a little well, I, it's now a dead spider, but it's actually it's on your mouse pad. On my mouse pad, sorry. Yeah, not even on my desk. My fucking mouse pad. Get off. Um it was a little small one. Um well, 
was I saying? Yeah, so I feel like you would be able to sketch on no issue. That's beautiful. With, with, a, with a stack of paper. But every time I put something on the desk, it's like, instead of like the noise of putting something on wood, it's just like everything's muffled. <laughs> and it's awesome. <laughs> it's it sounds really like awesome. It's like you're deaf or something. You're like, I'm, yeah. I'm expecting to hear a sound and I don't. Exactly. No, it's exactly like that. I'm so used to That's it. So weird. I think I, I might have to inve- uh, invest in getting a lint roller because it's kind of a dust magnet, a dust uh, magnet, a dust magnet. There you go. Um, because being like a neoprene, I feel like it just absorbs dust. Yeah. So it attracts it. And I didn't realize it's also black, so it's easy to see versus your old desk, which is white. Yeah. So yeah, the exactly. old surface rather the old surface. Yeah, the old surface. So you do notice like dust and stuff more. So. But yeah, I imagine it's a big vibe though, just for like doing work. You know, you've got this uh-huh. this blacked out surface, mouse pad everywhere. It's soft. It's not loud. It's muffling sound. It's not reflecting as much light. Yeah, your picture is not blown out. Well, think about this too. You come over, you bring your laptop, and I move over, and you're on one side of the desk, I'm on the other. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I don't have any more mouse pads. Or, oh no, you forgot to bring your mouse pad. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Because it's all a mouse pad. Or, like, I have to move all the way to the edge. Oh, no, I don't have space to put my mouse pad. It's like, it doesn't matter. As long as I can touch the desk with my mouse, it's mouse pad. That's the important part. I'm I'm so happy that you're so happy about this. Um, It's it's one of those items. It's so cute. It's so simple, and yet it's make me so happy. Like, you know, like when we did a while ago, when it was like, what's the favorite? object we own this mm, might have yep. just taken the spot over like my ps4 Ooh. and some of my models i guess it's like, or my headphones wow. it's like just a simple fucking mouse pad but it's it's beautiful mm-hmm. it's 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 the products that like bring efficiency and joy right yeah it doesn't have to be anything crazy complex and that's the thing i cannot express how satisfying it is to just move your mouse everywhere on on the surface and it's always mouse pad you never have the feeling of running out out of mouse pad. That is a nice feeling. I don't know that feeling. It's not like oh, I, imagine it's I have nice. something in the way of where my mouse pad would be by my laptop. Mm. Yeah. So now I have to move that, or I have to awkwardly hold the mouse, whatever, and it's keep hitting my hand off wires or whatever. Or what? No, it's just I'll just move my hand over the corner of the desk here where nothing's in the way, and huh, it still works. <laughs> Seems like you've got it figured out. Oh, god, you should buy one, man. Forty bucks. It's tempting. Actually, I think it was like with shipping, it was forty four dollars, and it was free shipping with Prime, and it was um, mm. sorry, not shipping, it was tax or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, the total came to like forty four dollars. Mm. Came in two days. That's a steal. Steal. Can't blame that. I just want to buy can't, like four more and just just have them just around the house. Have them. So big design company in the studio Ooh, in the near future. Yeah. It's just like. Every desk can have its own giant mouse pad. And when you're done for the day, you take it off and it doubles as a yoga mat. Basically. And a, ma- and a mattress. And, and a blanket. And a, exactly. It would actually make a pretty good like weighted blanket because it's got oh, weight yeah? to it. Hmm. Serious. Serious weight. girth. Yeah, the package was five, five to six kilograms. Yeah. yeah, that's like 12 pounds. You know what it's like? It's, it's like if um, you bought a table... And you were able, you had the option to spec out the top surface of your table as a mouse pad. That would be cool. That's what it's like, right? That would be cool. It's like you can spec it out as like, oh, it's leather or it's just gloss wood or it's metal or whatever. It's Or it's all metal. cutting board. Oh, yeah. Where you have the option where it's just all mouse pad. That's what it's like. I kind of want leather now, though, now that you say that. Well, that'd be like Adam Savage where he's got that leather... Um, That'd be more yeah. expensive. You have to buy leather. Yeah, that'd be very expensive. That'd be stupid expensive. Yeah, you could do leather, faux leather. You could. I got a shit ton of that left for my shoe. Oh yeah. Got like true. light brown, dark brown, and gray, and I've got like fucking three yards each still. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just this, <laughs> I'm just this faux leather. Maybe I'll take you up on that. Actually, the gray would look aesthetically pleasing for something. I don't know what, but mm. like just to cover a table, because then you wouldn't feel Display. bad because it's not real leather either. Display surface for your models. Yeah. Whereas Adam Savage's got the money, the income where he can be like, oh, 
after a few years this real leather is like kind of done and now i need to i'll just always spend the money and get another whereas like us it's like Rather maybe not I, I, I wouldn't want to waste a nice piece of giant leather like that it's expensive i'll just mm, cover it with yeah. this faux leather it does the same job just not quite That's as fair. nice but hey but how will they know they'll never know <sighs> which now i think about the surface i could just use that as a mouse pad but and just cut it to what i needed and sewed the edges and stuff that probably worked but anyways it's not as good as mine but then that means you have to sew it yeah more, yeah more work yeah i mean yeah, this just, this is more of a novelty thing and it's fun yes always and it's cool it's and it's, it's cool. awesome it's really visually and tactility wise you should see if you can design get a mock-up of mouse pads and like brand them like big design company mouse pads yeah, i wonder if you can print on neoprene or like iron on anything yeah you or whatever. can you can yeah you can print in it because costco used to do it they don't do it anymore they used to do it i would get like custom mouse pads either like a big design company just like in all on the bottom or something yeah or do like right just big bdc right in the middle oh that would be powerful that'd be very powerful as you take a swig there a i'm gonna giant wrap it up though. team time travel one uh, anyways yes oh oh team time travel one. <laughs> like know. space stuff on it <gasps> Zach, you gotta do <gasps> I, i'm gonna find i'm gonna look i'm gonna have a look for a mouse pad mock-up actually we'll do that good idea yeah good idea and uh yeah, if you need or if you need hand with like design stuff and stuff, mm. like design stuff and stuff, send us an email. Hi at bigdesigncompany.com. Zach will design your mouse pad for you. Hell yeah. And uh I'll just say cool things. Or you can also visit the website, www.bigdesigncompany.com. And uh podcast questions, send it to hi.theprocesspodcast at gmail.com and uh good old Zach Watson. Yes, sir. What is our Instagram? Process underscore underscore podcast. Perfect. Did I say the podcast underscore underscore the process underscore underscore podcast? See, I didn't even. I don't know if I did, but to (laughs) me, I felt I feel like I did. But anyways, I cleared it up. Fair enough. You got it. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you tomorrow. Peace. The process.